Our reading today is taken from Mark chapter 16, verses 1 to 8. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary, mother of James, and Salome brought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb. They asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in white robe, sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they left him. But go tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you to Galilee, where you will see him, just as he told you. Trembling and bewildered, the women went and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So Jesus had died, his body had been placed in the tomb, and then three days later, he rose to life again. And of course, one of the huge questions at the time was, who was this man? What on earth had been going on? People had been following him, believing him. But people in Jerusalem had thought he was mad, or was telling lies, or was blaspheming. And so they had him arrested and sentenced to death. Who was this man? Who do you say I am? Jesus asked Peter at one point during his ministry. Because that was the crux question. Who was this man? If he was who he truly said he was, then the world would never be the same again. And that's the question that has been continuing for 2,000 years since Jesus rose from the grave. Who do you say I am? Who was this man Jesus? Was he a historical character? Was he a good teacher? Or was he truly the Son of God? We're going to watch another video that just explores that question. Who do you say I am? Jesus Christ, the most important person who ever lived. Born around 2,000 years ago, he claimed to be God. But was he a real person? I met someone the other day who said that they didn't believe in the historical existence of Jesus. I find that really quite difficult to understand why. I'm a scientist by background and therefore evidence is really important for me. Now, of course, I can't use a scientific experiment to test whether Jesus was alive 2,000 years ago. But I've got very strong history. I've got the testimony of the Gospels themselves, four different accounts about his life. I've got the evidence of those who wrote at the same time, but outside the Bible, pointing to his existence. I've got the testimony of those down the years who've passed down verbal stories about Jesus. And I spend my life these days as a theologian, studying the authenticity of these accounts. Now, I can't prove it, but I have to say that the majority of evidence, the weight of evidence, is so great that I would find it really difficult not to believe that Jesus was a historical person. At Easter, we remember how he died 
and we celebrate his resurrection. Events that happened in a real place at a specific point in history. Whether there was a person in the first century who was crucified by Romans, uh, there is a whole host of historical evidence for that. More evidence for the existence of Jesus as a historical figure than there is for Julius Caesar, and no one is suggesting, I think, that Julius Caesar never existed. Was Jesus more than a prophet or a good teacher? But the thing that strikes me about Jesus is quite extraordinary teaching and claims about himself. He doesn't simply point us towards God. He says, I am the way to God. He doesn't simply uh, talk about the forgiveness of God. He pronounces God's forgiveness as God himself might do. And that for me poses a question. It says he is more than just a teacher or a prophet. What other explanations might there be? Let's assess the evidence. And at the end of the day, for me, there's only one natural explanation, that Jesus was more than a teacher and a prophet. He was God himself walking the pages of history. The crucifixion is very, very rarely painted in early Christian art. And because it was seen as a very shameful death, and um, they recognized that's what happened to Jesus, but they didn't want to represent it. They wanted to represent him um, doing good things like, um, like miracles. Occasionally, when, when you do get a crucifixion in the early Christian art, Christ is always alive on the cross. He's always looking out. Because of the resurrection, he's, he's somebody who has defeated death. He has come through and he's still alive. He is not dead. He doesn't die. He goes on. More than 500 people saw Jesus alive again after his crucifixion. Today, a third of the world's population describe themselves as Christians, followers of Jesus. The fact that Jesus rose from the dead gives hope to Jesus' followers today. And so around 12 or 13, I began to explore uh, offering my life to Christ and to, to be a follower. It took me some time because I didn't quite know what to do. It seemed too simple. You know, you say a prayer of repentance and then suddenly you're a Christian. So it took me some time to believe that. And it was actually reading a piece of scripture which reminded me that uh, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from righteousness. The main thing that convinced me to become a follower of Jesus was that I read the Bible for myself. I'd never done that before. And there were lots of parts of the Bible that I didn't understand. Still, some parts of the Bible that I don't understand. But the story of Jesus was so gripping, so compelling, and so provocative, that in the end I found myself asking the question, can this man's life, death, and resurrection be explained in any other way than he is God? 2,000 years ago, Jesus asked his friends, who do you say I am? Today, he asks the same question. Who do you say I am? We can find evidence that Jesus existed, historical evidence, more so than the existence of Julius Caesar. So we can actually say with certainty that Jesus lived as a man. But was Jesus who he said he was? We will never ever be able to prove that. That's where belief and faith comes in. It's where exploring the Bible for ourselves, 
understanding who Jesus was, putting ourselves into the stories and just thinking, if I had been there, what would I have seen in this man? It's about daring to believe and hope that Jesus is alive today. Daring to believe that the resurrection is true and that because of that, death is defeated. Yes, we die our natural death, but we know that there is life eternal with Jesus in heaven. That is the hope of Easter Day. That is the radical nature of faith because it's about faith, it's about daring to hope, it's about daring to believe. I have always believed in Jesus. I grew up in a Christian family and Jesus has always been part of my life. But I had to reach the point where it wasn't just a case of of knowing that this was true and that was lovely and following my mum and dad. I had to say to myself, actually, I still believe that this is true, that this is the way I'm going to go forward in my own life. And I can't prove to you that Jesus exists, but all I can say is my story, that right from being a little girl, I have known that Jesus is with me in ways that I can't articulate or explain because it doesn't seem to make an awful lot of sense. But in my heart, in my gut, in my sense of who I am, Jesus is alive and is real. He leads me, he comforts me, he supports me, he makes bad times good. In the worst of times, knowing that Jesus is with me, makes those difficult times bearable. That's my story. That is the story of millions and millions of people. It's not proof, but it's the story that I can share with you today. Because the question is still there. Who do you say I am? And on Easter Day, what better day to ask that question again and to say, if Jesus is who he said he was, Easter changes everything. Easter becomes the focus of how I live my life in the resurrection of Christ Jesus, who died for me, who walks with me, who waits to meet me when I die this natural death and will live with me for eternity.